0: Hi everyone. This is the Love Your Career podcast. I'm Lauren Severus, CEO of Love Recruitment and Love Care Recruitment. And the aim of this podcast is simple. We want to give you the best advice from industry professionals to help you grow and love your career. We want companies to be able to take guidance on improving their recruitment process and for individuals to pick up knowledge, hints, tips of how to progress their career. We do this by letting our guests tell their stories. Thank you for listening. Truly, we hope you learn Love Your Career. Welcome to the Love Your Career podcast. This week's guest is Mike Clare. Mike is the CEO of Junior Ventures Group UK, uh, and a partner of our Love Care recruitment business. We are absolutely delighted to have him on. Mike's had a fantastic career. Um, Some of his history, he he worked at Tesco's for a long time, starting from the age of 15, moving through regional and head office management, um, and then moved into other sectors, including dental, where he's learned so much about growing businesses and for the last year or so he's been a junior ventures group really helping to move that business forward we're very lucky to have him and his energy and his skills uh, behind the mic today and really really hope you enjoy the podcast Welcome to the Love Your Career podcast. Today's guest is Mike Clare, the CEO for Junior Ventures Group UK. Firstly, thanks so much for joining us. Genuinely, really looking forward to this episode. Really looking forward to having you here. We spoke about this about three or four months ago. And to have you here is awesome. Really looking forward to people getting to know you better. Um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you myself. Someone who unashamedly, unashamedly cares, shows passion, and it's fully authentic, um, and someone who gets partnerships and meaningful relationships. In the conversation we've had over the last few months, that shines through. I've really enjoyed getting to know that side of you. It's been amazing. You may say that's not not you, but I think it is. Um, you're also a great guy, and thank you so much for
1: coming. It's very decent of you. Very kind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it already. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> it?
0: We we'll start with the question we always start with, if that's okay. It's love your career podcast. Have you loved your career so far?
1: Um, look, um, you look back, perhaps at the time I'm at at this point in time, and I can honestly say that I've loved my career. Nice. Now, does that mean there hasn't been some bumps in the roads and some frustrations, perhaps in my twenties and thirties? Of course. And at the time it's, it feels like uh, a bit of a crisis. But yeah. when I look back, uh, uh, at what I've done and where I've been and who I've worked alongside, um, it's been a great it's been a great ride nice would you mind talking us through it talk
0: us through that winding road
1: of your career okay um so um worked for a very large organization um that everyone will be familiar with which is tesco yeah from the age of 15 and whilst uh, uh my dad was trying to push me in a different direction um stayed largely because um I had a store manager that took care of me and put, uh, and, and put his arms around me and, uh, and that's probably followed me throughout my career, working for great mentors, great sponsors, uh, people that have generally wanted the best uh, for me. And hopefully I've sort of played a part with others uh, on the back of that. So I work, worked for Tesco, worked for many years. So over twenty years, uh, and worked in retail. Yeah. So worked uh, from from in all, all parts of the stores, and then ran uh, my first store at very young early age in my early twenties, and then uh, became a store manager of quite a number of other stores. So yeah. small stores, large stores, superstores, and the and the large hypermarkets. Also, ran groups of stores, small stores, larger stores. Uh, But probably a little bit rare, not so rare, but a little bit rare at the time for someone who worked in retail, I didn't stay in the same lane. So I worked in other functions of the organization. So I worked in the commercial functions, some of the finance functions, some of the support office functions, uh, even spelling property. Um, And then uh, my career with Tesco, after after many years, I ran the pharmacy and optical business for them. then, uh, in my late thirties, early forties, uh, decided to take a slightly different direction. Um, nearly found myself on the other side of the world, working for a similar super, supermarket chain in Australia. But I, I, I then worked in a couple of independent sort of pharmacy um, and optical chains for okay. a period of time. Very small businesses that wanted to grow and develop. Um, uh and and expand and because of my sort of experience in tesco and what i'd learned um uh, i had a spell with those businesses Um, and then uh, moved into the dental sector after being approached you know largely because my recent history at the time had been working in healthcare Yeah. Uh, the dental sector approached me and again uh, a market um, that wanted to grow and develop um, and for the last 7 years before my current role worked in the dental sector in various organizations uh, in the role that I am in now um, so yeah that's a, a very short <laughs> potted history of uh, of my time and my career
0: for the benefits of people who are listening who may not know much about jag would you mind to tell us a bit a little bit more about it
1: yeah so so jag it uh, works in he is in the child uh, Childcare sector. It's uh, it's in the wraparound, yeah. so everything parents and schools and children need before school and after school, and sometimes during school in in lunchtime breaks, but also uh, summer camps and 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 when 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 schools uh, schools are, are closed. So we support and we run uh, uh, quite a number of provisions. with the number one leading provider in the UK. Uh, but we also have a footprint uh, globally. So we also have a footprint in Australia, in New Zealand, and in Ireland. Um, so, you know, I'm, I've been blessed with the privilege of of leading the team as we sort of grow and expand in the UK, yeah. um, our footprint in many more schools and many nice. more leisure centres. Enjoying it? Loving it, <laughs> loving it. Yeah, not quite a year in, uh, not quite a year in, but you know everything that I hoped for. It's meeting and exceeding. Uh, brilliant job, um, great role. Uh, working with a great, great, you know, wonderful bunch of people, mm, uh, and yeah, wonderful bunch of people, and uh, and and the ability to do some good, and and wider than that, perhaps, in this uh, uh, this lovely, beautiful green island of ours. Uh, be able to sort of support parents um, in in a in a bigger goal, which is to support uh, many more children having access to after and before school care. Yeah, absolutely. Do
0: you mind if I jump into a couple of the areas you've mentioned?
1: Yeah,
0: go on. I, you- I did. I did, I did to you before you started, didn't we? The one there's a, there's a one you spoke about. Um, I definitely want to speak about initially straight away. It's it's a, it's a common theme that's come up, but I'm big. I'm a big believer in how true it is. you talked about being invested in by that initial store manager and then that tended to follow you around your career about people investing you and mentoring you um and sponsoring you which is a phrase we haven't used but i love because that's so true people put their name to you when they mentor
1: you don't they yeah sure
0: why what is how can people make that happen for them it's a slightly different way i've asked that question before because who luck plays a massive role in people's careers, and life, really. But this has happened to you. What have you done, and how can people encourage other people to invest in them? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm quite a simple guy. Right? <laughs> I use that phrase a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. There's, no, there's nothing, probably not anything particularly complicated or inspirational about what I'm just about to say. <laughs> but I can only talk to my truth. Absolutely. Um, And that is, did I ever go and seek out sponsorship, mentorship? Um, No, I didn't. What I did do, I think, and I did it relatively well, is I worked hard Mm -hmm. and I got stuff done. Um, And I think in any team, at any point in your career wherever you are be the person that gets stuff done be the person that says i can do that let me take care of it for you i think if you do that then um those who can uh you 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 create goodwill and 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 people then want to do good by you and they want to part their knowledge, their experience, um, and they want to see you get on. They they want to help you along your way. Um, and that's probably what I gained early on in my career. I think and I hope that I've continued that throughout my career, and I've been very, very lucky. Yeah. So one would say you make your own <clears> luck. <throat> I think I've also, uh, I've, I've done a bit of that, but I've also been very lucky that uh, I've worked with some of the best leaders in industries, and 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 they don't have to be senior leaders. They are good leaders of people that achieve and create value for an organisation, um, and they do it naturally with ease, yeah. and they're authentic about it. Nice. And uh, and I and I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of people over my career. And what have I ultimately done? I've stolen the best bits and uh, and 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 I've copied them probably yeah. in my earlier career yeah. with pride <laughs> and uh, and then perhaps as I've uh, as I've developed my own sort of style you know I've I've laid that on top but, absolutely yeah I don't think there's it's a bit old fashioned not at all. working hard being the person that can get stuff done uh, and uh, and 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 says look let me take care of that for you I think everyone needs people like that on the team, and and no surprise, you might get a little bit of help with the thing that you want yeah. in your career and your development. Couldn't agree more. I agree with
0: everything every single thing you said. May I ask two follow up questions? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. As you have to, as you have some coffee, um, is that or so that's how you invest? Um, mentors found you. Do you then use almost the same barometer? To choose almost who you then mentor and invest your time in, in your teams going forward. Do you look for that hardworking nature of someone? You go, do you know what? that person's worth my time almost. It, without without it sounding so cold and callous. Uh,
1: to a degree, yeah. probably less so. Okay, right, probably less so, less so, uh, because and I don't want, I don't know why, um, but I think over the course of time, what I've realised is. I think you can learn the art of spotting sort of the diamond in the crust someone yeah. someone who has a sign of something and I don't know what it is it's in is it instincts is it experience? I'm not quite sure, okay. but you give someone you give someone you open the door to someone uh you give someone the opportunity um you take a risk with someone which very rarely is a risk normally they 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 double down on you know the fact that you've taken a bit of faith in them yeah no and perhaps no one has before or very few have then what you what you get from them is 10 times what you've already you know the the door that you've opened for them so uh, yes of course i'm looking for someone that perhaps is showing that spirit of hard work dedication energy enthusiasm positivity and a bit of a go-getter and someone that you know wants to get stuff done yeah yeah but I don't look for that initially. Nice. Your
0: point about they found you early in your career, so yeah. you weren't looking for them, but the hard work meant that they found you. So that, that's great advice and really great guidance for those people early on in their careers. Later on, have you become more conscious of the need for experts around you, maybe even still mentors around you as you got older, maybe not necessarily now, but as you move on, up into that C-suite well, did you become more conscious of the need for mentors?
1: um yes there would have been periods in my career in all honesty where I thought I don't need anyone right I'm okay we've, we've I've right. sort of I've, I've worked it out yeah. you know I've got I've got the blueprint to success um and and then uh, and then I I had a rude awakening
0: that was my 30s brother. yeah
1: yeah a <laughs> me too yeah yeah and but I don't I still believe today if I look at just myself inwardly, I've still got to get stuff done. So whether I was fifteen, whether I was twenty-five, or whether I'm the best side of fifty, um, you still need to be able to create value. Yeah. You've still got to find an a, a solution to the problem of whatever that business is. You've got to look to be able to change the game and improve things. And so that doesn't change. What what happens, perhaps, when you have the privilege of a different position and a different role is I think the skill is working out and creating the best team,
0: yeah,
1: that don't have to be uh, they have to be the best team together as opposed to running their own race okay and 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 I see my job now, and probably I've seen my job for a period of time is largely a facilitator of putting put great teams together facilitating to a common goal playing my part but knowing when to get out of the way and getting out of the way because actually you've got a lot of experts around you that probably if you can facilitate and get the best out of them and create the right environment for them to be their very best guess what you're probably going to have success nice
0: I always record at the end three things. That's one of them, by anyway, the way. Okay. These things I'm taking away from okay. my, myself personally. Come back to something else you mentioned earlier, then we'll move, move on to some more questions, I promise. You mentioned about bumps and frustrations in your career. Yeah. That ties in with one of the One of the areas we always like to visit of the importance of feedback, points of failure, and it has negative connotations when you put it like that, but I don't want it to come across that way. We all benefit from that, don't sure, we? Sure, sure. You say you yourself, have you loved every step of your career? No, because no, there's some frustrations and bumps, but that shapes you. Yeah. Yeah. How important is that in someone's career? And can you give me an example, maybe? Don't, don't go into specifics if it's really really bad, but yeah. any examples that highlight where that's affected you in your career?
1: No, look, I, I haven't had any bad experiences in the moment. You you become frustrated because you have a goal for yourself and where you want to be at a particular point in time, yeah. or that position that excites you, or that position that you know somehow elevates you in your you know where where you see you need to go. Um, I think the only thing that's created an issue and those frustrations isn't anything or anyone else. Yeah. It's ultimately been me, right? I've been self-obsessed with what I want to do, where I want to get to at that point in time. And you become very uh, narrow-minded on your personal goal. Mm. At that time, and in those moments, um i would have had some great help and support and advice i didn't listen had i listened i would have probably come out of that hump a lot quicker <laughs> yeah not a personal hump but probably to some extent yes but i would have come out of it quicker and i guess you perhaps you might call it maturing and and such like but i, I I tend to think if I look back on my career and I look at the points of frustration and the bottlenecks, I, it was only me that created them. Yeah. It, it, it was only me being more self-obsessed and looking at the bigger picture. And yes, I might have been good at what I was doing. People might have recognized me for my achievements and my talents. And I would have been pretty good working with a bunch of people, but not so good because I was focused on me, myself and I.
0: Love that. People talk about that, the answer to that question is quite common in terms of people identifying where it's been. Had I known that, then I'd be further along. I've got loads of examples of that myself. Yeah. Do you know what I've never asked as a follow up to that, and you've made me think of it, is everyone's quite clearly can identify where, where certain things have slowed them down. Have there been points in your career where you can identify where there's been a certain accelerators maybe? It's where you've made a great decision that's maybe accelerated rather than slowed you down. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Um... I think, um, and again, I can only speak to, to 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 my personal experience, maybe a few people that are, are close to me, is that when in my in my career in the past, I would have perhaps looked at it, and I would have looked at perhaps that role, that future role, that 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 promotion or whatever it is. Yeah, and I would have tried very hard to imagine myself in that role. I would have worked very hard on my personal development and I would have probably looked at the person in that role or a good role model in that role and looked to try and learn from them. It's all the right things. Yeah. Right? And with you but there is a sort of nuance in trying to achieve your goals and just lightening up. And i think when i lightened up and said you know what if it comes it comes if it doesn't it doesn't but i'm going to enjoy what i'm doing at the moment and be self-absorbed with what i'm doing at the moment then i think that might pay me well and it did so there was nothing wrong with what i was trying to do but i probably just needed to slow down a little bit and not set myself any particular goals and targets now that Probably is counter to a lot of advice that people were given out there. I so. But when I stopped putting myself under pressure and I just relaxed and lightened up and enjoyed what I was doing, be,
0: be thankful, be yeah, yep,
1: be yeah. grateful, be great, absolutely, be grateful for what you got, not what you want or what you hope to get. Um, you become a better version of yourself. Doesn't mean that you were so much of a bad version before, but actually, you just become a better version of yourself. And I think what you do is you invite more people into your orbit, and guess what happens? Goodwill comes your way, and if it's meant to be, it's gonna happen.
0: I've got two of my three things already. I'm so pleased to ask that question. So that's opened up a really important thing. I don't think we've visited on this podcast yet at all. Sure. Just that importance of gratitude and pausing. Because yep. I, I can speak from that experience. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm also a simple guy. I try to make things, yeah, keep yeah, yeah. things as simple as possible. Yeah. And this is probably if I look at my career, when I have done very, very similar things, I've also noticed the benefit in that. Yeah. So thank you for that.
1: The, look, the other thing that sticks with me that I've followed, and I probably had the realisation around sort of late 20s, early 30s, was it's actually okay to take lateral moves it's also fine to go backwards to move forwards Um, and sometimes people out of generosity and your desire and ambition they give you the job you weren't ready right you weren't good enough Right? you might have had the qualifications you might have done a great job but your leadership weren't that great at that <laughs> time Mike seriously right? you needed to go back and you needed to learn a little bit more about yourself and your leadership and your impact on people so stepping back, taking lateral moves is actually fine mm. people see that as somehow in some way, shape or form and I did at the time um, as a backward step no, it's not I've dined out in the last twenty or so years on taking sideways moves and taking steps back to enjoy what I'm doing, with a view that I can really, really you know, I hope to be really quite good at it yeah. and recognised for that, as well as the greater good that you're hopefully able to do uh, on behalf of the business and everyone.
0: Is it important it. that you're well communicated to? when things like that happen. So if, if you're if it's not happening because Mike, you're not ready yet, Mike, you need more leadership, is it important that you're conscious of that, or does it not really matter?
1: I think it's a two-way street. Um, feedback is really hard to give people, particularly if it's perhaps not the news that they were searching and looking for. Yeah. Right, so put, put, put yourself in the shoes of the person giving the feedback, first and foremost, and make them feel comfortable. Uh, about giving you some news that you're probably not going to like to hear, and, and make it as pleasurable experience for them to give you the feedback. You've got to want that feedback. You've got to be ready to be able to handle it. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to say, "I'm not ready for feedback." Yeah. All right. I'm not. I, I'm not sure that I'm going to handle it particularly well. And I, I, this was advice that I was given. You know, when I was receiving a lot of feedback, which was. Great, and I was probably pushing against some of it. Someone, a good mentor at the side said, Might well, just just say no for the moment. You're not in the right headspace. You need to receive it in a way that you can receive it and absorb it and take it in the in in the way that it's being the intention on why you're receiving it. And do you know what? Put that other person at ease. Because you can be a prickly sod at times, right? Not so much now, I've loosened up. But but you can be a prickly sod at times, so they're not particularly comfortable giving you the feedback either. So if you want to get the best out of this, then, you know. Amazing. Such great advice.
0: This episode is brought to you by Share the Love. For every placement we make, we plant 50 trees in the name of our recruitment partners. Share the Love was inspired by David Attenborough's life on our planet, and thus far has seen us plant close to 20,000 trees, well on track for our 100,000 target. It's something we're incredibly passionate about, and if you'd like to find out more, you can visit either of our websites and find the Share the Love sections. Thanks very much. An area I'd like to go to next, if that's okay, is around partnerships. And it's an area where, I hope you don't mind me saying, I do think it's where we found some alignment, personally, myself and you early on, in our our conversations. I'm a big believer in the importance of partnerships and meaningful relationships and business, and you get a long way because of it. And you were clearly on the same page. Where's where's that lesson come for you? And do you mind telling us just a little bit more about your ethos around that point?
1: Um, Um, where's it come from I'm not entirely sure probably experience and uh, and witnessing things in my career that I think this this uh, this 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 isn't going to work yeah so uh, you know i would have seen a business uh with good leaders good teams um needing some help yeah you know they can't solve all their problems internally they need to outsource some of that expertise um and, and these are these are great teams and great bunches of people when they're then talking to someone external their dynamic changes right? and it becomes this i don't know st- very polite slightly political uh, standoff, protection yeah. yeah 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 whereas um whereas also seen examples of it um not too many to be fair where if you need help and you want someone to help you don't just look at the commercials sure the commercials will take a part but put yourself in the position of that other business and ask yourself well why would they Mm. right what's the point in it for them other than um, other than you know a, a commercial agreement that might be quite attractive, because we all want a number of things when we come to work. Yes, we want a paycheck, but most of the time we want to have a good time. We enjoy coming to work. We want to have a bounce in our step as we, we as we jump in the car and we drive to wherever we've got to drive to. And we want to work with a bunch of people that we have a common goal and we and we support each other and back each other up. Yeah,
0: it make a difference, right?
1: Right why should that be any different just because there's another company helping you out right so you do the same Um, you look at it from their point of view you ask yourself what's in it for them Um, you share what's in it for you I think if you want to supply a relationship then that's not going to work if you truly want something to improve and you want to change the game for your business you've got to find someone to partner with yeah and you've got to find some people that want to work with you that share your values that you, ha- you can build a pretty good relationship quite early on yeah that you build trust and transparency with and i think it is on the business as in for me you know in our in, in our in our relationship for yeah. me to share to you more about our business rather than keeping it a bit of a closed book and a secret. Yeah. Right. I need to. I need to immerse you in my problem. I need to immerse you in my success. I need to immerse you, in in all the things and my hopes and fears. Um. But I ultimately need to be transparent with you around the headwinds that I foresee as well, um, because I have people and shareholders that will have an expectation out of me. I think if I can do that, and you can do the same, then very early on you build trust, Yeah. and there's a common goal on both sides, and actually what ends up happening is, you are a separate business, but you feel immersed in my organisation, and it feels the same whether you're around a table and you're Love Care recruitment, or whether you're you know a team within the organisation itself.
0: Where, where relationships maybe haven't quite met expectations historically, have you found is because one of those areas you talked about wasn't quite in sync? One of them about being in sync, the trust, the honesty, the sharing the problems. When that's not quite in sync, has that been quite a common thread of where maybe partnerships haven't quite met expectations in the past? Yeah, that uh,
1: play the in your mind? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and, and look, if I, if I look back, whether I've been at the table, whether I've arrived at the table <laughs> with a supplier or a partnership, yeah. um, I think it's actually been on the business that are asking for help more than 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 the other business, and predominantly you know with my background and experience, we've been the bigger business you know we've been the one that can- can choose yeah who who we want to partner with um and uh but I think it is more on us to show generosity and and run the extra mile because again, I think if you do that, then what you're probably going to get in the in the long run and in even in the short term is you're going to get. Um, a willingness and a desire to go, perhaps above the call of duty on your behalf, on behalf of your businesses and everything you're trying to get to.
0: Nice. If a business or hiring manager's listening to the last five minutes, there's obviously guidance there about, um, some advice about how maybe things could be done better. Yeah. In terms of, partnership. So, is only one tool people can use. Sure. In other business student parties as well, other roles you've had maybe, or other ideas you have about the future, what are the ways, or other guidance could you give hiring managers or businesses to improve their recruitment? Maybe make it more consistent. Be more conscious about how how to improve it going forward. What other guidance or advice would you give to hiring managers, people directors, CEOs, well it might be of other
1: businesses? Uh, I'm not sure I'm best place to give advice. No, I think you are. Um, <laughs> look when I when I when I am looking to build a team. Um if I arrive in a business I don't look to replace any team members I spend my time investing my time in as many team members as possible to understand what they believe and what they think about the business most often is the case that the solution is in plain sight Mm -hmm. and the experts around the table aren't the executives the experts are the people that aren't at the table that you need to invite into the table and they'll give you the answers, and you just to need to give them the permission to speak and share what they what what they believe the solution is. Can they I ask you to... about that? Do you mind? If I'm so yeah, sorry. I never yeah. do this.
0: What machine can you create in a business to make sure you get to hear from those people, especially the size of companies you're talking about? How um, do you hear
1: from them? You, you, you This is very simple. <laughs> <laughs> Please say it. You plan your time. <laughs> you give people your dedicated attention. And you listen and don't talk. Just ask me what to do. And they'll tell you. You know, you put people at ease. You 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 make people feel comfortable. You ask them about themselves, and you ask some very ordinary questions about how's it how is it around here? What are the things that we can do better for you? And you know what? If there's one or two or three things that uh, I can do. On your behalf to make this business better let me know what they are and uh, and I would have done it in most organizations that I've been in and they everyone describes it slightly differently but you will pick up on the theme Um, and when you pick up on the theme what do you ultimately do you replay it back to them at a later date and say this is what you told me you'll know if you listened and then you put all your energy behind it. And when you put all your energy behind it, you enable them to be the drivers of the solution, not just giving the feedback to the problem. And you you put, you allow them to be at the table. And you perhaps ask some other people not to be at the table that are normally might, might be senior in the organization. And you allow, you know, uh, my my, t- my team will sort of know my approach, it's a bit unorthodox. You allow three meetings to happen. The first meeting is a chaotic meeting where everyone talks over each other because they're enthused because they're at the table and they want to share all their experiences. The second meeting is a little bit more refined and you get to some of the solutions. They're starting to, you know, the, the shoots of the solutions uh, are coming through. And by the time you get to the third meeting, needs a bit of facilitating, but you draw out the the nuggets. That's it.
0: You know why I'm smiling, don't you? Because in preparation for obviously fire conversation, we had three meetings. <laughs> fire for, for relationship we have at the <laughs> moment. So that that, that makes sense. Um, let's yeah, move on. Sorry, i got you.
1: No, I was just about to go, you know, going, going back to your sort of question, I sort of went down a, a slightly different road, but you um, uh, I think when you build a team you need to understand what your team currently is and spending time with them and understanding and seeing if they understand the business and they probably have the solution for you if you want to bring another level of expertise in to improve that dynamic to improve the business to improve improve the mix my general technique in interviewing is the same all the way through, whether it's in the business, whether it's having a partnership with 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 with, with someone that can help me move the business forward, put them at ease, get the best version of themselves in the interview, find out about them. Don't keep it to half hour. Give them, you know, they've they've gone out of their way to come and talk to you about them, and you have the time to talk to them about your business don't shorten it, give it a reasonable length of time and also give it a reasonable length of time to run over as well. Because if the conversation is a good conversation, you don't wanna stilt it, you don't wanna stop it. And get the best version out of themselves. You'll then know if it's the right fit for what you need as a business and the right fit for you in your current team and whether it's gonna work. Um, Don't be too scripted. And don't, as I would have experienced in the past, don't interview someone with a view that you're gonna try and catch them out. Put them at ease. They're nervous, probably. Yeah. Um, so be their best friend and hold the hand along the <laughs> interview. You're probably going to find out more about them that way, and you'll find out more about the authenticity of what they're describing. They can offer to you in your business. Absolutely.
0: Sorry, I'm writing things down. far as a slight delay and pause. No, no, <laughs> it doesn't work on podcast when there's a pause, <laughs> does it? Um, I want to give more tips to, obviously we've covered loads of tips for businesses. I'm clearly going to move on to candidates and, and people in a minute, but just before we do. Um, your your development, your learning, often people say it comes from books, it comes from podcasts, it comes from mentors. Where's some of your best learning come from? Can you point people in the direction of maybe a great book, a great story, whatever it might be that's really helped you in your
1: journey? Right, okay. I might be a bit unpopular for this. Yeah. So, there are lots of leadership books. Yes. Right. I've skipped through a few. People have told me to pick it up and read it is the best read ever. I've used them as doorstops. It's not my go-to place. If it's somebody else's go-to place, fine. It's not my go-to place. Yeah. My go-to place is films. Okay. Nice. Um and there are fi- there is great messages particularly when it is a film around a true story that can teach you a thing or two about leadership, can teach you, and can be quite inspirational, and can stir the juices.
0: Can you give us a couple of examples?
1: The team will know this in JAG, this, because I dined out on this. I've sort of stopped it for a period of time, because okay. I, you know, sometimes you need a pause. But Moneyball is my go-to at this Square. point, in, yeah. at this point in time, you yeah, know, at this point in time. But I also like some YouTube clips, Okay. right, and, Someone sent a YouTube clip to me about four weeks ago that I sort of sent out to my team, and I don't put any explanation. I just ping it out for fun, um, and and it was uh, it was Obama, and it was a two and a half minute clip. And guess what it was on? Getting stuff done. And I th- and they sent it to me, I think for a reason, but I thought yes, I get. It. So YouTube clips are the thing that I my go to place. Nice. Um, and uh, but films you know I like I like my films I'm a bit of a film buff I watch them and I take elements of the films and think this makes sense to me this makes sense as much in business as it does in the movies and equally some sports that you particularly like you know you you know I you know I've particular sports that I like and uh, and and people that manage teams lead teams how do I put it together their success their failures their catastrophes and how they handle it, not what their achievements are, but they, how they handle it can be quite inspirational. You can take some of that and apply it to your own thinking. I think thinking. You can
0: probably start to answer my next question, my, my question was going to be around
1: the few what's the message in Moneyball for you? Um, changing the game. Mm. The opportunity to change the game, okay. be brave, and uh, dare to think differently.
0: Nice. Very good. Let's move on to Peter. Thank you for that answer. Yeah. It's different and yeah, exactly yeah. the type of thing I want people to be hearing about on this podcast. <laughs> okay. It's not it's never one way of doing things. No,
1: sure. It's only my gig, it's it works for me. Absolutely. Yeah. We we have
0: people in turn in our business who, who think the same way about things like books and stuff as well. And I completely, I, I'm a, I'm a, I love books. I yeah. I I, I, I read reth- and I think there's so many different ways to be successful, and I think yeah. it's really important that we embrace You it's find a, your thing. It's more than one way there's more yeah, yeah, than one way yeah. of getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um in terms of giving people who might be listening to this um, some advice in terms of their careers first, we'll move on to interviews in a minute, sure. but in terms of careers first, you've given loads of advice already, but is there any guidance you'd give to people? You've, seen, you've probably seen lots of people develop their careers over your personal journey, people yeah, around sure. you. What kind of advice would you give to people in terms of things that they could be considering in terms of if they're frustrated in their job and not quite happening? What sort of things could, could they be doing? Um,
1: Except you're going to be working unless you're really lucky. You're going to be working for a long time Um, Don't be on a race with others Um, Be on a race with yourself if that's what you want, Uh, you know uh, But but not so much not not so much Except and I've touched on it before except the careers don't all have one direction of travel and they don't all go upwards what happens is there are more bumps and downs than there are ups embrace the downs embrace the lateral moves embrace the the side steps the step backwards Um, don't be hurt by it embrace it enjoy the moment enjoy the ride (laughs) yeah and uh, and uh, and and yeah there is Unless you're extremely lucky, and I don't think many, I think most people up. there is nothing wrong with hard work, dedication, being the person that can solve things, being the, the helpful person, uh, going the, above the call of duty. But along all of that, have your own vision of where you want to be in mind, but don't don't let it become the anchor, or the noose that strangles you. Yeah, uh, Take people with you, look after people along the way, uh, be a great team player, uh, treat people well. Um, and someone once said a long time ago, would your mum want to work for you and would your children want to work with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can answer that confidently as yes, um, then uh, then you're probably doing most things right. Um, but also, along the way, accept when you get things wrong. When you've been an idiot, stand up and put your hand up and say, I've been a bit of an idiot. When you've got something wrong, accept responsibility and say, I got it wrong. It was the wrong call. It was yeah. the wrong decision. Um, and if you really screw up, apologize. It's fine. Mm,
0: yeah. Move on. Yeah, move don't on. Admit it. Yeah. I don't know if that's some, advice. A, but you know, that's when you look for feedback, you need the feedback on that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Just limit that again. Yeah, Just yeah. look at the situation rather than, yeah, yeah. you've done something wrong, what was the situation yeah, yeah. here yeah, yeah. That, that, that caused that, those steps to happen? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you say about the you're talking about the uh, company your the, the mum and and, and stuff. Um, Howard Schultz talked about if the guy who started Starbucks, he wanted to start a Starbucks, but he's a part of it. He always wanted to be Starbucks to a place where his dad would be able to go to work. Sure. You look at it from that way, yeah, would yeah, you be yeah. proud of that yeah, to yeah, be in that situation? Yeah. And something I I've said a thought of in the past as well. Um, thank you for that. Tips and guidance for people um maybe how uh, go through an interview process at the moment. Okay. Um What guidance or advice would you give to people who are going for interviews, get themselves ready for interviews right now? How can they prepare themselves best?
1: Um, Ultimately, you want to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. You also want to be authentic. You must prepare. But prepare about the business that you want to walk into. Understand that business, find out about that business, business. If you can visit that business, visit that business. Um,
0: That's a critical part, isn't it? That yes.
1: Business. Yeah. So you want, you want a part of what they're offering. So jolly well find out about it before you turn up for an interview. That's your preparation. My next bit of advice, if it's advice, is don't over prepare about yourself. Because if you're over prepare about yourself, you're going to be awkward you're going to be stilted you're not going to be your natural self I don't think your best version of you will come across and you know everything that's got you there in the first place including your personality is is, is going to be a little bit duller so prepare about the business don't over prepare about yourself um, and don't rehearse.
0: Amazing. Have there been any developments in the recruitment process maybe in the last few years that you've been particularly impressed with or embraced? You think, uh, what, I mean, what I mean by that is things like, obviously you've seen a, a growth things like video interviews and things, being able to almost replace that first stage interviews in many, in many cases. Have you seen things happen in the interview process in the last few years that particularly shone at you or have impressed you or anything else as well that you've embraced? Uh, Do, does it does matter if it's not. No,
1: Where well, I think, well, recruitment in general seems to have got better, and some of that's personal experience, and some of it's experience of others that I've seen. Is, um, yeah, I'm 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 not particularly qualified, which is why I needed someone like you to help <laughs> move my business because you know more than me, and you can teach me, and you can educate that's me. That's very kind of
0: you, but it's more Stephen Tom than me, but but yeah, sure, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. but uh, but uh, I what. What I what I have seen when it's done well, is a candidate is looked after and supported and advised and helped before they sit in front of the person uh, uh, for an interview. Yeah. So a good recruitment business, good recruitment process is 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 is, is the pre work with an with a candidate. I've experienced that pre work, and I've been helped along the way. Thinking, what's all this about? I just want to get in front of someone surely and yeah. sort of talk, talk about what I can offer, and perhaps I'm a right fit for them. But actually, taking a little bit of time to do a bit of pre work from a recruiter with the candidate, I think is, is 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 invaluable. Can agree more? Yeah, um, and then I think what I. Also experienced and seen is improvements with that general two-way communication as you go through an interview that's reliant on the recruiter or recruiting firm but it's also reliant on the business but it's also reliant on the individual being really sort of quick to sort of respond to anything any questions about themselves um, but there just seems to be a general theme of wanting to help people be successful and a little bit more of a theme of Businesses wanting that person to have a good experience. I think there is more on businesses than there are on the More more emphasis needs to be on businesses rather than the individual and the recruiting firm uh, in my view for the business to sort of move with the times a little bit if it wouldn't
0: dramatically affect the sound I'd tell you to drop the mic at the moment but that would massively affect the sound quality <laughs> of what I'm going yeah, for yeah, yeah. sure. I, I couldn't agree more with both those points if you allow me to hear me for a minute just to talk about the first That's one true. particularly us supporting you guys for example yeah the importance of the narrative when you're talking about a business like yours is so so important yeah. because you've got it. It's such a brilliant life-changing business. You're working with children every day. You're yeah. working. They look at you with wide eyes. You work with parents who are trusting you to look after children. Getting that narrative of why it's an amazing place to go and work is so important. And we you've you've been brilliant in allowing us to get that narrative piece yeah, yeah, yeah. so right. Yeah. And it's really important. That ties in so well. I think yeah. with what you're saying is that yeah. as that first yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. Um, a few more questions, if I may, yeah, and then, yeah, sure. then, then I'll let you go because you're a very busy man. Not that busy. But that's how <laughs> <laughs> the the question around you've you've spoken and you've been really um, open about some of the influences on your career so far. Has there been? And you've mentioned a few of them. Forgive me for asking one more time, but the successful people you've been around in your career and you've seen at all different levels, are, is there one or two common traits in really successful people, or is it not
1: as simple as that? Um, I don't think it's as simple as that. Uh, if, I, if I look at my time, um, I've had, you know, as I say, I've had the pleasure of working with some really good mentors, uh, good role models at all levels in an organisation um to such to to the extent when i eventually left tesco's many years on my last day my intention was and i did is i went back to my first manager in a little tesco store where my mum lives and i had breakfast with him uh, and he'd been with the business since 1971 he was still there i worked for him he was a hard manager uh, at the was time, first, was that the first mentor? That you was the first out? manager that I had, and I went back and bought him a big, a big breakfast, <laughs> and uh, and we sat and just talked uh, uh, about times that uh, uh, gone by. And it was my, it was, uh, it was the first. Uh, he was there for my first day, and he was there for my last day. Um, I don't know why I threw that in, but I just. No, sort of sprung, like it. Sprung, I like it to, sprung to mind. What I, I've worked with, as I say, I've worked with some many great people. I have also worked with complete nutters. I've worked with some of the worst managers, worst leaders, and sometimes even some of the worst CEOs and senior people in an organisation. Thank God. I have probably learned more from them. At the time, I didn't appreciate and realise it but in hindsight when I look back now I learned as much from them if not more than the people that were you know sponsors and supporting and coaching and helping me with my development they didn't realize it at the time but they helped me it was transformational yeah with how they were and how I didn't want to be
0: (laughs) you learn so much (laughs) in those situations
1: yeah so, uh, I'm sort of glad. I'm glad for my scars along the way. Yeah, of course. As much as I am for the, the many great highlights.
0: I may be asking a similar question slightly from when I, If I am, I do apologise. Yeah. One of the questions I normally always finish off is what's the one thing? I'm going to ask it to you in a slightly different way. Okay. Because you've covered so much advice around. Most people's careers anyway, so I almost feel like I'd, I'd get a very similar answer again. So what's the, what is the one piece of life advice? Well, I think for their career, life advice for people. What's the one thing want, you want to leave them with today?
1: Um, lighten up. <laughs> yes. right, lighten up. Don't take life too seriously. Um, um, and uh, just enjoy the ride. Be thankful for what everything you've got, everything you've achieved, um, everything around you. You know uh, the environment that you're in, the country, and where you were born. Just it's okay, it's good. You've got a good gig. Yeah. Uh, enjoy for what you've got. Lighten up, and uh, you know don't don't spend your life looking at everything you haven't got. Look at life through the lens of everything you have and be and be blessed and pleased for that you're a
0: good man thank you thank you mike thank you so much for your time i've enjoyed every single second of it and um there's questions i haven't got to yet we're going to definitely have to do a part two at some stage that was excellent (laughs) really enjoyed it thank you so much
1: no worries thank you
0: Well, I hope you loved that episode as much as I thoroughly enjoyed recording it with Mike. Here are my, my three things from that episode. My first one is, is Mike's kind of leadership perspective in these current times, being being largely facilitator, creating teams that are best as a team, not as individuals. I think we can all learn from that. My second point about, when you spoke about the, the career accelerator, which I thought was a really great discussion, is it about being thankful? Is it about lightening up? Um, I thought that was a really interesting perspective. Uh, rather than doing more, is it actually about being more thankful and te- potentially even doing a bit less? My third and final takeaway, was his advice and the discussion we had around partnerships and meaningful relationships and how to maximize business and how that's been a critical area for him in his career journey so far. Thanks so much for listening. This is the Love Your Career podcast. The point of this podcast is simple. Listen to leaders, their stories and improve your career.